Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Hey, Steve here. Thank you so much for joining me. What we're going to be doing today is we're going to be looking at specific techniques that I think are really important. Maybe you've been learning how to play the pentatonic scale or some other scales, and uh, you've been practicing, you know, various scale techniques, things like that. But what I want to remind you of are some really important elements that really make your guitar sound more vocal, more human. And uh, so today what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about bends, and uh, we're going to be talking about vibrato, okay? Now, when we do bends, for instance, let's just take the A minor pentatonic scale. Okay, now there's three main places that people do their bends, and we call these whole step bends or two fret bends. So what I'm going to be doing is going to the first string, the eighth fret where my pinky goes. What I'm going to do there is I'm going to bend that up two frets. So the eight is going to sound like 10. So what I could do is actually practice hearing that 10 and then bending until I reach that point. Now with bending, it's really important that you understand that bends need to ultimately at the end of the bend, it needs to be in tune. Otherwise it just sounds like you're out of tune, like your guitar would be out of tune. You know, if you're doing something like this, it's going to sound like you're talking to aliens or something weird like that. You don't want that. So it's really important that when you do your bends, you're targeting the pitch that you want. Okay, so there's three what we call basic bends, okay? The first bend, which is the one I'm showing you here on the eighth fret of the first string. Now when I do that bend, what I want you to notice is I'm doing it with my third finger. Now normally when I'd be playing this pentatonic, I might use my pinky to use that eighth fret. Okay, but when I actually go for the bend, I don't do a lot of my bends with my pinky. That doesn't mean that you can't, it's just I don't. So I tend to use my third finger for most of those bends. So if I was coming off a lick and I knew I was going to go to that bend, I would head over to my third finger, use the other two fingers behind it to help support that bend and control it, and then go into whatever lick I want after that. So basic bend number one is on, again, we're looking at A minor pentatonic, but you can move this wherever you want. But basic bend number one is on the eighth fret of the uh, first string in the key of A minor pentatonic here. The second one that we would do would be on the eighth fret of the second string. So again, I'm bending that up a whole step, so it's gonna become a 10. Okay, so I wanna use my ear and bend it until I hear the pitch that I want. Now, again, we'll get into how fast you bend and all that sort of thing in just a little bit, but understand that the first thing is just the mechanics of properly bending in tune. And again, I'm going to my third finger for the bend using the other two fingers behind it. Yes, I want the fifth fret if I tend to leave. If I'm going to do a bend and then leave, I'm gonna head down to that fifth fret. But for the actual bend, what I like to do is, again, because my hands are relatively small, I would bring these two fingers up right behind this. So I've got this finger on the eighth fret, this on the seventh, and this on the sixth, and they're all working in conjunction with the turn of my wrist. Okay, I'm not pushing like this. 
I'm turning the wrist to bring that bend up to where I want. Now, as I bend, what you're gonna notice is I get in the way, if you've done this before, I'm gonna wind up getting in the way of the third string. So when I bend this second string up, I hit that third string. Now, my two choices are, either I'm just gonna bend that third string along with it, because I have to, or what I can do is I can kind of twist from underneath and get that third string stuck on the tip of my ring finger, which is where it is right now. It's sitting actually on the top of all three of these fingers. So if I was to pick that, you're not gonna hear it. And then when I release and I bring it back down, I just have to be very careful that I don't get noise from it. Oftentimes what I'll do is I'll touch the adjacent string above me with the tip of my index finger. So when I come back down, you don't hear the, the string. Otherwise you get kind of this kind of thing happening. So again, it takes a little while to get used to all those little techniques that are involved in making it, uh, number one, sound good, and number two, control everything else around it. So if I bend this first string, we'll call this basic bend number one. The second string comes to rest on top of these fingers. When I bring it back down, I'm gonna control these other strings by kind of touching everything I don't want over here with this hand, and especially touching the string directly above me with the tip of my index finger. So when I come back down, you don't hear any noise from it. Okay, so basic bend number one, eighth fret of the first string, basic bend number two, eighth fret of the second string, and then basic bend number three is gonna be the seventh fret of the third string. And again, it's a whole step bend, a two fret bend. So I wanna hear nine. control those. The, the one I think problem that a lot of people have when they do these is they learn how to bend and then they go, okay, I'm done. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. Bending is a craft in itself that's really, really important to every guitar player, especially if you do a lot of soloing. And so it's learning how to do it properly, how to control the noise. And then the third thing is, is how to get creative with it. You might do a nice slow bend. You might do a really fast bend. You might do what I call a double pump, which is when you do this, where you bend it up, you bring it back down a little bit, and then you bring it back up again. And the amount that you bring it back down is 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 relative to anything. I mean, it's it's more a feel thing than it is a distance thing. So I'm not dropping it down, you know, a half step or all the way down. I'm just trying to get a cool sound when I do it. kinds of different places on the fretboard where you can learn to do whole step or two fret bends. And obviously it would be anywhere where the next note of the scale that you're working with is a whole step away. You could bend that prior note up two frets. 
But these are really common ones that you're going to see in a lot of rock and blues style soloing. Okay? Now the next kind of bend that we've got is what, what is called a half step bend. Now if you think about it, anywhere that I would be one fret away, I could bend that, that uh, fret lower one half step higher. So let's say for instance, now this isn't pentatonic, but let's say I was going to go to the 7th fret of the 1st string. And I wanted to bend it to the 8th fret because I know the 8th fret is one of my notes in the pentatonic. So I could take that 7 and bend it up a half step and it's going to become that 8. And you're going to notice there's a lot more realism, humanity, you know, vocalism in that bend. If I was just to go... It sounds fine, but if I go... All of a sudden, it takes on a different kind of sound. And for me, that's what guitar playing is all about. It's about the subtleties. It's not just getting to the end of the race and saying, you know, I'm done, I, I win. It's really trying to learn how to make things sound more authentic, more organic when you play. So you might do a whole step bend. And then come back with a half step bend. Or... See how I did a half step bend and then I went to that whole step. Now again, if you don't know all your scales and things, that's perfectly fine, but you might be thinking, well, how come the seven works? Well, it's coming from a larger scale that maybe you don't know yet, but I want you to know that that seventh fret, for instance, really does sound good in almost any situation if you were using minor pentatonic, whether you're in G or A or B or anything, to use that one fret down from the pinky is a really nice sound. So if you were playing pentatonic, now you're going to notice sometimes I go to that note with my middle finger, sometimes I go to that note with my third finger. It just depends on where I'm coming from and where I'm going to. Um, I actually have a guitar course called Creative Soloing that talks all about that, about trying to think about which finger you're actually going to wind up landing on at the end of a particular phrase to prepare for the next thing that you do. Okay, but that's the bends that I want you to think about is, is learning how to do at first here, just simple whole step bends, um, the three that we talked about, and then you could start exploring some half step bends, but you are going to have to have a little bit of knowledge of, of your scales and things to kind of know where to go. Okay, and then the last thing I want to leave you with with bending, and then the next video I'll talk about um, vibrato, but it, um, the next bend is what we call a blues bend. And a blues bend is a really fun bend that just gives a little bit of blues flavor. And it's not a half step or a whole step or anything like that. It's just a little twist of the note. So let's say I was going to be, again, in A minor pentatonic. Seventh fret of the fourth string is my A. And that's kind of my target. So as I'm moving, I'm going to try and target toward that A, right? So right before I get there, though, I want to create some tension, some anticipation. So what I do is I go to that fifth fret of the third string and I'm going to hold that for a second and then right before I go to the seventh fret of the fourth string to resolve this, I give that fifth fret of the third string just a little twist, a little blues bend, just a little twist right before I go to the seven. I don't do it early because I'm just going to be out of tune and it's not going to sound very good. But what I can do is play it Right before I leave, I give it just a little twist, a little pull with my finger. 
and then head to the seventh fret. Now I could go directly into it, or I could create a pause. Or. So if you're like me, I spent many years studying all my scales and theory and things like that. But there were just certain things missing in my playing and to, to really try and make it sound more and more real. And for these kinds of things, I, I want you to really think about how important they are, not just again to study them quickly and say, okay, I understand. Understanding is great. Application is greater. Okay, so being able to play something and make what you're doing sound more authentic. So that's just a quick little idea on bending. And then when you join me next time, we're going to be talking about vibrato. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. Hey, Steve here. Thank you so much for joining me again. Today, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about using vibrato in your playing, the, the importance of vibrato. Now, vibrato, vibrato, excuse me, is, is taking a string and adding kind of a waveform to it. So instead of just playing, for instance, the fifth fret of the third string here, I'm going to be in A minor pentatonic for our example in this uh, lesson too. Okay, instead of just playing that note and having it be what I call static, just non-moving, what I want to do is I want to add a little bit of a wave to this. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.